Oftentimes, the motivation that I have to deliver whatever transmission I'm being called to deliver is just this itch, right? I'll get this. It's almost like a, a subconscious whisper, like my angels are whispering to me or something, where sometimes I see it, like I'll see the phrase or the correlation or like the major point that I'm supposed to speak to, and then it just sits in my head and will consistently show up in my head like multiple times a day if I don't speak to it. It's hilarious actually. It's like a it's like a reporting system. Now that I'm a reporter of of the mind or of the, you know, like the inner workings of the, the conscious, the subconscious and the spirit realm, emotional realm, etc., energetic realm, you know, so many different realms. Um now that I have been really plugged into that idea of being a bridge, I feel like now I, if I don't deliver it, it hangs out in my body, in my field, in my brain until I finally pick a channel to, to allow it to come through. If that's stories or the podcast. So this time around, I wanted to speak to this idea of purpose. I have a lot of clients who come to me and they're like, not even just clients, like community too, who of people coming to me asking, how do I figure out what I'm supposed to do with my life? Or how can I be more decisive? Something that I think could also be grouped into this is this idea of how do I know what I want? Like, how can I get to this point where I can plug into my wants, needs, and desires? I have some people who will start working with manifestation and they're like, I don't even know what I fucking want. Like, I don't even know what I desire. You know, when I say, what, what do you want for yourself in a year? They're like, I don't even know. First of all, this is not me passing a judgment. And I think if you're someone who's experienced this indecision, this, this, these feelings of um, not having a direction nailed down of what you are on this 3D plane to express, 
let go of the judgment right now, knowing that this is on purpose, that this is on perfect timing. And what I'm here to offer you today is some sort of blueprint for you. And when I say blueprint, right, I I mean a guideline, not a rigid rule, but just a direction. So if anything, I, I want to create just a compass for you to point you in a direction so that you can be in a space where the answer to the question of what is it I'm supposed to do with my life? What do I want you to desire? And, you know, which will all combat this indecision will just fall into your lap, right? We create the environment to be able to invite this in. And what's very interesting about these three pieces and decision, tuning into your desires and purpose is that it's actually all unlocked by the same key. Surprise, surprise. And I'm being facetious here because the more and more that I do this work, the more and more that I realize that the answers are always so simple. And we really, we love to put ourselves in a tizzy um, and think that everything, you know, th- that life is so complicated, that the process is so complicated, that the work is so complicated, that everything has to be so complicated when in fact we are the ones who create complication for ourselves. Sometimes we create chaos for ourselves because it feels more comfortable because there's a womb, or a womb, there's a wound around um, chaos and comfort or because we have limiting beliefs that say that it has to be difficult when in reality it's like everything it's like the simpler the better I always say to my clients the more that you can distill down information into correlation of like just one word pieces like the easier it's going to be for you to break the code of whatever resistance you're feeling. So an example of that, a lot of times I like to use correlations, like really distilled correlations for limiting beliefs. So for example, say I'm someone who actually, I'll just use a real time example of what I used to believe. So for a long time, I had a lot of resistance about starting my own business because I had this correlation that in order to be successful, I had to be a doctor or a lawyer or work at like some intense corporate job. (laughs) And I feel like a lot of us maybe have that. And it was programmed into me that people who are artists, people who are entrepreneurs, that it was always against you if you were out in the world on your own paving a new way that it wasn't always possible for someone to be able to find success with that. So I had a lot of resistance when I was starting my own business because here I am believing success equals doctor, lawyer, corporate job. So when I was able to see that the correlation that exists in my mind was that very plain correlation, then I could analyze it. So what do I need to align myself to in order to believe that success equals whatever it is that my soul feels called to do, right? How can I reformat that correlation? When we have that distilled correlation, I could then say, all right, what part of me is held in fear by switching this correlation, by breaking this correlation and changing it into the one that suits what my soul is asking it to do. That gives me a compass into where I need to sit with the fear, right? 
facing the programming, asking myself where I need to heal. Does the little girl inside of me who, you know, was told by whoever it was, I'm not going to get into the logistics of that right now, not trying to point fingers because everything happens exactly as it's supposed to. Um, but do I need to talk to the little girl in me that received the programming that she wasn't going to be enough if she wanted to be the artist or if she wanted to be the entrepreneur, if she wanted to be the healer in a non-traditional sense, right? From there, from that correlation, it gives you a lot of information too about what you need to align yourself to so you can build the new correlation. So if you want success to equal whatever your soul, you know, whatever the physical manifestation of your soul is, then you can look at and create actionable step-by-steps of what beliefs, what patterns, what behaviors stand in the way of me believing that correlation in this moment? What stands in the way or what am I creating for myself? What am I choosing every day that reinforces as well the limiting belief correlation that in order to be successful, I have to be a doctor or a lawyer or in a corporate job. So I think that it makes things a lot easier. It makes quote unquote the work, which is just you know, reclamation of pieces of ourselves that we've maybe fractured off because it allowed us to digest our world at a certain time, but is no longer serving us, right? I think it just makes it a lot more approachable and it makes, it creates a lot of room and expansion for us to ask ourselves questions. So I'm going to make this really simple. What is the key to figuring out what we're supposed to do in our lives to combating indecision and plugging into our wants, needs, and desires. The key comes from groundedness. <laughs> and I'm, I'm giggling because I know that probably some of you guys are like, what the, come on, like, what is that bullshit answer? What does that even mean? Why is she dosing us with this woo-woo stuff? Allow me to expand. So my definition of being a quote unquote grounded individual. So let's think about this from like a visual perspective. When you're thinking about someone who is grounded, what does that mean? Their feet are on the ground, right? They're, they're on the earth. They're on the earth plane. They're not up in their heads, right? So to be grounded means to be connected to nature, Nature being a part of our consciousness, right? I'm not going to get too esoteric with this, but my belief is that we are all of one consciousness. We are, there is no separation aside from the limits that we've created in our physical world. Okay, I'm going to leave, I'm going to leave that part there. But what it means to be grounded is that we connect not only to the nature, to the people, to, you know, our tribe, to the things around us, but that we connect into ourselves. I want you to take a little inventory and think about how much time you spend every day creating time and space for you to plug into yourself and see what it is that you actually want, need, or desire. A lot of times we're just in this energy of receiving. We wake up, we're on our phone. I had like a whole podcast episode about this. Um, we're on our phone and we're just like trying to mitigate a stress response of being in this energy of receiving and and working with it, receiving, working with it, receiving, working with it, that we're not actually in the energy of being in the master of our day. A lot of times I think that we believe that because we're with ourselves all the time, that the mind chatter is like 
us connecting into us, but it's not. If you have this question, what is my purpose? What are my wants, needs, and desires? Like, have you allowed yourself to actually sit down in stillness to create time and space to build a relationship with yourself? We love to spend time courting other people, right? Potentials for a relationship. Well, what do we do when we court them, right? We we get to know their wants, needs, and desires. What are their future aspirations? If they had to be a superhero, which one would they be, right? Like all this, all of this stuff, because that creates intimacy with this person. That allows us to plug into what they could want, what they could need, what they could desire, and we can support that. Well, in the same way, we need to do that for ourselves. And mistaking the mind chatter and the fact that we are with ourselves every day for actually plugging into our wants, needs, and desires, um, I think is robbing us of the insight that would allow us to unlock the question of what do I want, need, or desire, um, and why am I here? The To answer the question of why am I here, it becomes a lot easier if you've built this relationship with yourself, much like you would with a romantic partner, where you you spend time every day exploring that, being curious about it, asking them, has that shifted for you? What are your feelings now, etc. When we're asking our partner questions, right? We don't like <laughs> the process. Let me rewind. The process that we take with ourselves when we ask ourselves questions is like, give me the answer right now. You must know right now. But when we're asking questions of our partners, right, we're not like squashing them inside of a pressure cooker being like, I need to know right now if your favorite color has changed from green to blue, right? We we don't put our partners in a, in a pressure cooker because connection and intimacy comes from space. Connection and intimacy comes from time. Connection and intimacy comes without a destination, right? It's And when I say destination, I mean it's like we're not attached to the destination. We're enjoying the journey of getting to know them. We're enjoying the journey of building intimacy with this partner. So if we can take that, that lens and apply it into our own lives, instead of being, you know, for when people say, well, I don't know what I want, and I will always meet that with, yes, you do. You just haven't allowed yourself the space and time for that to unfold yet. Or you have broken the trust with yourself by acting in misalignment. And what I mean is, is when you vote with your attention by maybe your, and I'm just going to use broad examples that I use a lot. Like if you're in a relationship that absolutely plummets your self-esteem but you choose this person every day or you're in a job that is absolutely sucking your soul away right every time you choose that with your attention you're saying to the universe I don't believe that I am worthy of the relationship or the job that will actually light my soul on fire that will make me really extremely happy I don't believe that I'm worthy of satisfaction in the way that I would like it And what's funny is that our soul knows that that is a lie. Our soul knows that the fundamental truth of the fact that we are divine creator beings, that we are worthy of whatever we want, need, or desire. So every time we choose that thing that is in misalignment 
a part of us fractures, right? A part of us gets further and further away, mistrusting our conscious intentions because it's not in alignment with what our soul is asking us to do because we're in fear. We're being held in fear instead of love. If you're having a hard time answering that question of what am I supposed to be doing on in like in this 3D plane in this world, what is it that I desire, then you haven't allowed yourself the time and space or you have broken the trust with yourself and you need to build back the rapport with yourself by spending time figuring out what it is that you really truly do want and then taking actionable steps every day to put you in energetic alignment with that. I, I understand that Rome wasn't built in days. So maybe, for example, if you're in a job that you hate, that you're not just quitting your job on the first day, but simply by putting yourself in the intention of taking steps to build a bridge out of that job and into something that really will feel good for you, that says to the universe, I understand that I'm worthy. Okay. So it's not about like the the massive action I mean yeah it is but like it's it's not so much about the massive action as it is the intention and the frequency that you're doing it from so can you court yourself can you take time and space to get grounded grounded meaning connected grounded meaning connected to not only the people around you but yourself by asking yourself questions without it being in the pressure cooker of needing the answer to arise right in that moment, knowing that wisdom comes from patience and expansion, that you can't be so attached to the destination, that you have to sit with the process of the emotions that show up as you're building back the trust with yourself, as you're building the rapport with yourself. But the more time that you spend courting yourself, listening to your wants, needs, and desires, doing things just for the satisfaction of it for you, the more that you'll be in touch with those wants, needs, and desires, the more that answering the question of what it is that I'm supposed to do on this planet becomes so easy. Think about it again in the context of working with a partner, right? When you spend lots of time with that partner and you're sitting at you know, a restaurant and, you know, the chef says, oh, there's a delicious chocolate cake. And you know, because of all the time that you spent with your partner, that your partner just dies for chocolate cake. Then, you know, you're in touch with their wants, needs, and desires. Apply that to yourself. Again, nothing happens inside of a pressure cooker with this. So if you are berating yourself for not knowing what you're supposed to do with your life, even if you're 28 or 38 or 48 or whatever the fuck, It's never going to happen if you're putting so much pressure on the destination. It is not about the destination. The destination will likely change for a lot of us over the course of our lifetime. So if we're so, so, so attached to the destination and so caught up in the control of needing everything to fit the destination, I'm not saying that you shouldn't have goals. Yeah, having goals is really great, but goals is about intention, whereas destination is about like the tangible, like, well, I have to have the house that, et cetera, and then you put all this pressure on yourself and again, pressure cooker, right? So If instead, can we value curiosity? 
can we find immense value in the journey? If we can cultivate curiosity about the journey, if we can spend time every day watching ourselves evolve, knowing that we're not stagnant beings, right? Your wants, needs, and desires will change. And they don't necessarily, like, unless you are taking a pulse every day with with these grounding practices of asking yourself questions via journaling or meditation or a walk where you're just plugging into you and nature, right? You won't know the answer to these questions because it needs, again, time and space. I know I'm beating a dead horse with this, but I think that it's important to just consistently hammer in this correlation. (laughs) If you're struggling with purpose too, remember that everything is happening right on time. Everything is unfolding. So don't worry about how old you are or like, you know, comparing yourself to where your friends are at. Know that your process is so totally perfect. And I know for myself, when I was struggling with this, of what I was supposed to be doing with my life, I actually felt like it was very defeating for someone to say that to me um, because it wasn't giving me any direction by saying everything is working out. But as a more tangible expansion of that, Everything that you do, if you can just follow the curiosity and and embrace the journey of what feels good for you in that moment, you cannot be guided astray. So for example, with that, when I was, you, you know, like taking on my career, right? I knew I wanted to be a healer of some sort. So I just thought, doctor, you guys, if you've listened to my like previous podcast, you know how this all, how the story plays out. But at first I thought I wanted to be a doctor and then that was really not in resonance with me. So I was like, okay, maybe I'll be, um, a research scientist. And then that was fun, but like also not in resonance with me. And I remember thinking like, why can I not figure this out? Like this makes zero sense to me. I am trying so hard. Looking back, I realized that I had to be in those spaces that weren't in absolute resonance because there was wisdom and knowledge that I needed to learn. I understand the mind so well because I worked in neuroscience research, because I worked in addiction sciences. I understand how everything from the micro level gets translated to the macro level um, and is expressed because of my biochemistry background, right? If I didn't have those pieces that maybe aren't totally, totally in alignment with where I am now, but have high value with where I am now, if I didn't have those pieces, I would not be nearly as refined or successful with my method without them. Looking back at at it now, I understand how it was such an integral part of shaping who I am. So remember, you don't have to understand why things are playing out the way that they're playing out now. If you can just follow curiosity, follow alignment, follow satisfaction, and trust that it, it is all working out, I promise you, you will look back and you will be able to see with gratitude why you had to go through the trials, the tribulations, the lessons, the pivots that you had to. And trust me, I'm not just like speaking out of no 
history with this. I was really, really lost at a certain point. I took aptitude tests. I probably took every personality test under the sun looking for some sort of information. I met with a behavioral analysis. And yeah, that was all well and good. But nothing gave me the answers that I was truly looking for than taking my own journey of building back the broken trust with myself, of taking the journey of creating grounding practices to sit with myself and ask myself, what do I feel will make me the most whole version of myself today? And the more and more that I went on that journey and spent that time with myself, the more apparent, just blindingly apparent, it became of why I am here, of what I'm supposed to be doing, of what I want, need, or desire. It became a no-brainer. So it doesn't come from you sitting down and demanding to know what that looks like. It comes from you building that relationship back with yourself. It comes from creating that space. And so to bring this into more actionable questions, what can you do every single day? So that means committing to a meditation practice, a journaling practice, a walk where you're not listening to music, but you're just plugging into asking yourself the questions of what do I really desire today? What does that look like for you? I want you right now to make a commitment to yourself and decide that you're going to do something to bring yourself in alignment with that. If you need to figure out, well, where am I misaligned in my life? No worries. I've got you. If you check out episode six, which is master these key concepts to manifest your dream life and heal, I have a whole coaching exercise with you that will give you a blueprint of where you need to work. So we're, we're breaking this down into tools. Okay. So use your tools, use these tools, build the rapport, create grounding structures, lead with satisfaction, do things, you know, to court yourself, and then watch as the answers to these questions just magically unfold. It is that easy. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the podcast today. I hope that you've had some aha moments that have percolated. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends. If you share it on social media, please tag me at Ritual and Routine. I would love to know what you guys think about this episode. And if you could rate and review this podcast so that other individuals who are in resonance of this podcast are able to see what is possible for them, that would be so greatly appreciated. Thank you all for joining me today and stay tuned for the next episode of the Ritual and Routine Podcast.